Dagmod's Media Machine presents The Brews with the Dudes Podcast. They're looking at us, they're watching us for our looks. Man, I butchered that. Yeah, it's okay. That, yeah. I, you're just driving the nail home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, further proving that I'm the eye candy and you're the funnies. It's not like that. <laughs> wait, 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 you, did you just accidentally call me fugly? Funny. No, I know. Did you mean, like, in a roundabout way, did you just oh, call me fugly? Um, You're like, you have a great personality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have a face for radio. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Brews with the Dudes podcast. I am Jake Lindquist. I am Donnie Allen. And it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. So thank you for your patience. We've had some COVID scares and some other sicknesses and just all the shit going on. It's been on. ridiculous. It has been, um, well, we've had pretty much like two months of dodging sick kids, us oh, having God. COVID run-ins. Yeah, co-workers throwing up at work, all sorts of crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Yes, yeah, I had a co-worker throw up at work. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> you'd be the worst in an improv group. <laughs> um so yeah, older gentleman. Um, okay, so so he got sick tw- at least twice that I know of at work. Um, one one time happened at uh, in the bathroom. I had another buddy that was in there going to the bathroom, and at the end of the stalls, there's a handicap stall. So it's like twice the size of the normal stalls. My buddy is in the handicap stall. Dude comes in, sits in the stall next to him, makes a ton of grunting noises. Um, <laughs> What took place, according to uh, reports, sounded like somebody threw a bucket of mud on the floor. Awesome. (laughs) And then he grunted some more and then threw up (laughs) on the floor. Um, So my buddy's like, fuck this. No, did his thing, cleaned up. As he's pulling up his pants, he looks over and sees the guy's name tag. Well, about two hours later, um, I was working next to this gentleman, and he threw up on the side of a truck and got sent home and when i was telling my friend this he's like oh yeah yeah he shit and threw up at the same time in the bathroom all over the fucking place so i that happened i told jake i'm like i don't know if this dude's dying has covid or is just falling apart like what's going on so we played it safe and that took out one night of podcasting yeah Um, well and and the irony is didn't he test negative today yeah well no this is a different co-worker so he, oh, he tested gotcha. he tested negative and was actually back the next day. Um, I had a different coworker that I was working directly with uh, for two weeks test positive on Monday. He then took a more pristine test, I guess, more accurate test with his doctor on Tuesday. He didn't get the results back till today, and that came back negative. God damn. So it's just a shit show. And it like is. everybody's feeling sick. I mean, I've been sore all week and a little, little bit of a scratchy throw at the beginning of the week and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it just because it got really cold all of a sudden or are we dying of COVID or I know, you isn't know, what, it ridiculous? What, what's going on here? Well, and, and because like there's such a manic energy around COVID, um, every single symptom is a symptom of COVID. Yeah. So things that you used to just write off as being like, oh, it's it's allergies. It's, yeah. you oh, know. I, I can't breathe. Yeah, it's you're just congested. You got a little cold. Time. It's not that big a deal. And we none of us cared ever. But because COVID is such a big deal, like now everybody's hysterical about it. And yeah. we're all self-conscious. Like <laughs> it's all over the I can't walk into <laughs> a gas station and cough 
and not feel everybody's eyes turn towards me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's not where I thought that was gonna go. You say walk into the gas station and Boondock Saints instantly pops into my head. And what what part of Boondocks? Uh, Rocco is talking to his girlfriend's friend Reggie, I believe is her name, where he says, "I can't walk into this gas station buy a pack of smokes without running into nine guys." You fuck. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of that film. That part, yeah. <laughs> Uh, is that that's before he shoots her cat? That's after he shoots that's the after. cat. Oh yeah, because has... doesn't he end that that rant with "and I shot your cat" or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would bring closer to our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that movie has so many good lines. Oh, it's so in good. It. It's so terrible and so great. If you guys haven't watched Boondock Saints, the original yeah. one, definitely check it out. It's it's unfortunate the timing of that film though. Oh. So it, it, when it first got released to theaters, like a week or two later, uh, not 9-11, um, Columbine happened. Ooh. And so I got pulled from theaters because they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it picked up steam a few years later, and now it's a cult classic. No kidding. So that's why that movie just kind of – because I didn't just, know about it, it just when it came the out. Radar because of Columbine. Yeah, I heard about it just through, like, suggestion. Somebody was like, you Same need to here. check out Boondock Saints. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Watched it, and I was like – how is this movie not bigger? Because it's got like a cult following, like so many movies where you're like, how is this not bigger? Like Donnie Darko, yeah. Um, all of Kevin Smith's movies. Yeah, you could pretty much any Kevin Smith film, especially the first Clerks movie, or the second Rocky one. Horror. Yeah. Rocky Horror is pretty popular. I still have now, yet though. to see that. I should watch that. Yeah, there's a lot of good cult movies out there. Cult movies are the best. Yeah, usually not all of them, but most of them. Yeah, you want a beer? I'd love a beer. Like a beer. Let's let's have a beer. Let's talk a little bit about beer. Beer is good. Beer is kind to us. Until it isn't. What do we got here? So I, I like bought the colors. This because it sounds like my kid named it. How long my arms are? <laughs> Look how long my arms are. <laughs> I gotta give it to you, man. Like you know how to pick beer pretty good. Okay, yeah, it just looks like something Look like a kid came up with. How long my arms are. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a hazy IPA. Creepy looking dude on the front of it. Yeah. That's hilarious. With Mosaic Idaho 7 and Simcoe hops. Mosaic. Mosaic's a fun word to say. It's fun, but I, it's also. You saw us telling Donnie earlier about uh, Jake isms, uh, which is a fun. Uh, it's a term that my wife has coined for ridiculous things that i say so I, I every now and again i sound like a stereotypical blonde girl like a high school blonde girl i'll just spit out something that's unbelievably incoherent where you're just like how are you that stupid <laughs> um an example and this is the one that i told donnie earlier was like she's got a she at the time had a new camry it was like maybe six months old a year old or something like that and um we're driving down to Minneapolis from Duluth and I plugged something into the cigarette lighter and I was like, Oh look, this outlet works. Genuine surprise. <laughs> and I don't know if that's because I'm used to driving piles of shit, shit or what, but I was genuinely surprised and my tone just made her laugh so hard. So that is one of the Jake-isms. It's, it's what happens when you so, spend more than $500 on a car. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've owned too many Volkswagens. I've owned too many uh, GM products. So where I was going with that was Mosaic is actually one of, Jake, one of the Jake-isms. Is I read that as Mosaic once. <laughs> mosaic? And my wife looks at me and she's like, do you mean mosaic, you idiots? <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That is the, word that is the right for. word. 
Anyway, this is tasty so, as hell. Cheers. I like it. It is very good. It is very good, yeah. <laughs> so, I just, um... I, lo I, I love it, man, but just some of the shit that comes out of your mouth is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like talking to my kids. Yeah, well, I know, I know. It's And I own it, too. I know that I can be funny. I know that I can be smart. I also know that I can be a moron. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, fire hot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, and there's times where I'll be like, somebody will, will say something so um, just common, just a common phrase, and it will go over my head. You, you ever have those words that you just like, you just cannot process where you're just like, how do you spell the word why? Like, why can't I think of how to spell the word why right now? I so, have that more often than I care to admit. Spelling is not my <laughs> strong suit by any means. Yeah. Um, to the point where my boss gave me a little thing of whiteout <laughs> for my status sheet. Awesome. Sheets. And <laughs> it, I'm so bad to the point where, like, to avoid the bullshit of my boss, you know, giving me crap for it. I'll throw away whatever I'm working on and just rewrite it because <laughs> I spelled a word just wrong. So I don't feel like, I don't feel like white, whiting it out. That's awesome. But it, well, took, it took me a good minute today to figure out how to spell, um, fuck, uh, excess. Excess? Excess. Oh, okay. Excess is an excessive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> pull out my phone like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is a, yeah <laughs> well, isn't that go. funny <laughs> that like, and now, you know, our phones are going to solve this issue for us because we can speak to them and then it'll just write out the word for, for you. Yeah. But when I was in high school, the teachers, when I would ask, how do you spell something? They'd be like, look it up in the dictionary. And I'd be like, I don't know how to fucking spell it. <laughs> how the fuck am I supposed to find it? How is a dictionary going to help me, you twat? <laughs> like, cool. I know it starts with a T, but that leads exactly. the entire fucking I don't, I'm asking how to spell tarmac. All I know is yeah, well, that's a bad example because that's a pretty easy one. But you know what I mean. Excessive is a good example. You're like, okay, so there's a C in there. Uh, like, uh, like yeah. there's an E, you know. Um, yeah, Harper's – so Har my daughter Harper, she's uh, she just turned six. She's in kindergarten, and she loves learning stuff. Um, and she, she'll, she'll be like, how do I spell this? I'm like, I don't know. Sound it out. And then I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's how you spell that. That's hilarious. Well, she'll tell you how it's spelled. Yeah, You'll she, just deflect it back to her. It's kind of fun. Though. I like I like to fuck with her, though, which mm -hmm. I, I'm going to fuck this kid up. That's already guaranteed. She asked me on Thanksgiving. Um, so she in our we, my wife and I went to Hawaii years ago. It was our last really big trip before we started having kids. We have pictures hanging in our dining room and stuff. And she was looking at it, and there's a picture of an inactive volcano. It's Hawaii. And we're sitting at dinner with my parents. And she's like, Dad, why do volcanoes you know, stop erupting? And I don't know, but I'm going to bullshit my way through this answer. I look at her dead in the eyes. I'm like, well, they hired this guy to carry a bunch of rocks up there and just keep <laughs> dumping it in until it stops exploding. <laughs> and she just looked at me with this kind of puzzled look. And they're just like, oh, okay, I can see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so talking about... Ruining kids. Um, so this week I was going to pick up my son from daycare. And when you walk into the building, uh, immediately to the left is uh, the office. So that's sort of the principal's office of this. Oh, no. it's, it's preschool. And the administrator, you know, principal, 
was like, oh, Jake, I need to talk to you for a second. And I'm like, oh, okay. How's this going to go? Either hit a kid or like, he, I <sighs> forgot to give him gloves this morning. Like, I know how wild this kid is. Like, what is it? I've been waiting for this. And she, um, she brings me in. She's like, so your son said fuck today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did she actually say fuck or did she say the F no, word? No, she said the F word. Oh, come on, Which lady. Which is really cringy as You're far an as adult. I'm concerned. Yeah, you're like, both adults. Just you're my fuck. age, you know. Well, and yeah, like, so she tells me that you know, there's no real known context for it. He just said fuck in some way. One of the other kids heard it and ratted on him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which so, apparently I've got to teach him how to beat the shit yeah, out of narcs. Say, does, does he know snitches get... <laughs> bitches get snitches. Stitches? Snitches get stitches, yeah. Yes. So, um... <laughs> I started telling her a little bit about um, just sort of his his behaviors at home because you know he's he picked up uh, he's got a phrase it's fucking lady <laughs> and he says that a lot <laughs> he is three years old three and a half um, and so he totally picked it up from my wife because he just out of the blue one day was like fucking lady and said it with like an angry tone oh, which is no. hilarious and I look at my wife and I'm like. Let me guess, you were driving. Because that's most likely, like, she was probably just like, you fucking lady. Right, you know, away. when they're driving. And so my son just, it just connected with him. And now he will just run around the house screaming, fucking lady, fucking lady. But he'll get pissed and he'll be like, dad, I'm fucking pissed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and part of you is like, that's a real sentence. Like, good job, oh, buddy. Yeah. But don't say that in front of teachers or grandma. The kicker is this kid is using the word correctly. So how do you get mad at him? You can't. Yeah, like he'll he'll curse at something. He'll be like this fucking thing. Like my three and a half year old, he curses more than me. It's yeah. it's not good. And I don't we don't know what to do because we started by my wife and I, we don't we don't hold back words hardly at all. Like we won't be perverted. We won't say like really questionable things we won't joke about you know vaginas or something like that in front of him because you know we we see those like some more private words sexual yeah. words as being like yeah that's a little more risque than just saying shit or fuck but or swear ass words or whatever. are fair game when i think like um our generation the millennial generation um we we use it it's so part of of the zeitgeist it's, that it's worse if you're in a shop like yeah, that's straight shop talk. It's it's unavoidable. It's so I mean, in almost all settings, our generation just curses. We we are not a, a bunch of prudes about it or whatever. No, so just I, I think it's going to be a little more of a non-issue as the kids get older and they're in school. But um, so this woman's talking to me, and I mean, I'm kind of explaining this to her. She's laughing, but still also kind of has this sort of like, eh, okay, like, but you know, like, like we don't tolerate it here. Yeah, we, we don't want kids swearing. And you know it's it's a shame. <laughs> I should have just looked at him like I don't know where the fuck you learned that from. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but it sounds like they might have squashed it because you know they react. You know, the student <clears throat> called him out. The student narked on him. So that it's his first time of going like, oh, like wait a minute, there's a consequence to this here. And then the teachers were she very like subtly was like, you don't say that here. And. I think Atticus is pretty sensitive to other adults telling him, telling him no and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. At home, no, you tell him to stop saying the word fuck and he doubles down. <laughs> you know? like, he gets away with a lot. No, I shouldn't say gets away with a lot. He attests a lot at home. See, we, 
Because like my kids swear. I mean, Roman to this day, his favorite scene still is holy shit. Yeah. Like doesn't matter. Like we'll be playing disc golf and I'll throw him like holy shit, dad. I'm like, like yep. I'm not, not, not mad at you. Right. Whatever. It's just <laughs> yeah. we don't make a big deal about it. We don't really acknowledge it. It's only when it's really excessive. You know, when they when they start giggling and it becomes a game, they're like, okay, that's that's enough. Yeah. But they they stop. I mean, Harper hasn't sworn at school or anything yet. Mm-hmm. That's good. Girls think, are probably better about that. Where uh, they're yeah. just like socially a little more adept. Boys are like little oh, feral God. animals. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be our problem child in school. <laughs> he well he he already beats up on his cousins at daycare. Oh boy. I'll go pick him up. Like, oh, he had a rough day. Okay, what do he do? Oh, he decided to slap Marley. I'm like, fuck. Oh boy. Come on, kid. And then. Because because he'll piss me off and sometimes I don't know what to say. I'll just be like, dude, shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, like just just shut up. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear your problems right now, just shut up. Be quiet, eat your food. Yeah. Or whatever it is. I've said well, it too. Like so now when he's in trouble sometimes I'm getting after him, he'll just look and be like, Shut up, Dad. I'm like oh, You can't be say that. Boy, that'd get me boiling. Well, so I talked <laughs> I talked with him the other day because he, he I was he wasn't in trouble for anything major, but it was it was enough that he needed a little talking to. Mm-hmm. And he's like, shut up. I'm like, no, you shut up. And it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, what's kind of puzzles at me? And it's like, you shut up. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what your wife must be thinking as, as her <laughs> toddler and her adult, <laughs> her husband are arguing? Yeah, she just. Shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. You're a duty head. She just looks at me and she's like, really? Like, we're, we're doing this? <laughs> I mean, like we just end up. He just started. Nope. To, he just started to giggle. I'm like, okay, so like you're you're fine. Yeah. Like just. Well, just, just learn. Your son isn't quite. Um, he's a little bit of a handful. But he's not. He's not quite as off the walls. I think as Atticus. I don't think so either. Yeah. He's not as, as hyper. Yeah. You know, he still has a lot of. He's still a softer kid. But like when he acts out, he acts out. He mm-hmm. you no know, like if, if he's pissed, like he just screams. And it's like I'm not, gotcha. I'm not putting up with that. Yeah, Atticus does the same thing. He he screams and then smashes everything he can get his hands on. Yeah, we so we we do our time out for Roman is he gets sent to his room and he's got one of those plastic covers on his doorknob mm-hmm. so he can't get out. Yeah, and he, he fucking hates it because he can't get out. Mm-hmm. So like the other day at dinner, he wasn't eating, and. I, we're, my wife made sloppy joes and I'm like nobody you gotta take three blo- three bites mm-hmm. no, just three bites it's nothing bad so he puts fucking sloppy joe in his mouth gnaws on it for about a minute takes his napkin spits it out and says me done I'm like no that's that's not he's like I took yeah. bites I'm like that's not taking bites dude like you just you gummed it for, <laughs> for a minute and spit it out it's amazing how they will try and game the system <laughs> yeah just like that's so funny they're always looking for loopholes just eat your fucking food (laughs) (laughs) so then he he got all pissy and i told him he had to eat and then he he screamed at me and i'm like no we're not dealing i don't deal with you i don't deal with my boss yelling at me i'm not dealing with you yelling at me yeah exactly drug his ass upstairs and he as soon as i shut the door he fucking wailed and we just just let him up there for about 10 minutes yeah let him get through it just and then after about five he calmed down and then five minutes later i went up i got him he's just sitting on his floor I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, fucking yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Now you have to eat cold, half-chewed sloppy gel. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. You you got fucked up. I would wager that that's one of the most common issues with kids. It's just the battle of trying to get them to sit at the table, trying to get them to eat their damn food. And like with my son, we're at the point now where um, 
we've done that. It's always a battle to try and keep him there. I am done screaming at him about it. At this point, it is now natural consequence. So I'm like, you need to sit down and eat, dude. Remember, no snacks at bedtime. You're going to be starved mm-hmm. a whole night if you don't eat. And if he screws off and he decides to not take it seriously, I'm like, all right, tough shit. Yep. Bedtime will roll around and inevitably, right before he's about to lay down, he'll be like, Dad, I'm hungry. And I'm like, what did I tell you yeah, earlier? you should have fucking ate. And in the beginning, he really threw a fit at bedtime, begging for food, screaming about how he was so hungry. And I was like, tough. I'm sorry, man. Like, that is why. And and I don't just tell him once at, at dinner time. I'll prompt him three times, four times to just, as a reminder, dude, just so you know, and I'll count down too, where I'll just be like, this is the last time I'm warning you. You need to eat now or there's not going to be any food at dinner time, or excuse me, at bedtime. And I'll remind him then when it's bedtime. It's like, buddy, yeah. I warned you three yeah. times. You had, you had whatever. a chance. Yeah, because we, yep. we have a rule. You don't have to eat all of your food, but you have to eat a couple bites of everything. No, even, yeah. if, even if you don't like it, two or three bites. You know, and mm-hmm. Harper's okay. She'll eat, but she's so fucking slow. Yeah. And a lot of that is she just, <laughs> she likes to talk. She likes to fuck around. She gets distracted mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, she's a very sociable kid. Yeah, and Roman's just so messy, you can't tell. Like, you mm-hmm. have his plate, and then, like, all the, you think he ate, but then all the food is, like, around the plate somehow. Yeah, God, Atticus is just <clears throat> like that. They're animals. Like, yeah, you're like, did you, they are feral did you animals. eat or did you just like <laughs> scoop it off and to make it look like you ate some of your food? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't fucking That's know. That's true. He's got a, a few months on Atticus, so behaviorally he might be a little more ahead with with some clever behaviors. Or he's just like, if I mess things up enough, it looks like I ate so that I can move on to whatever game I want to play. Yeah, I don't know. There was one night we, what were we eating? <laughs> I can't remember what we were eating, but he had it sitting. He had pieces of it sitting next to his plate. He's like, "I'm done." I'm like, "I'm not." I didn't even look. I'm like, "I'm not sure if you actually ate eat, eat, the, eat what's on the table." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh, got, yeah, you got totally. with me. I'm like, "No, no, no." You fucking put it on the table. You can eat it off the table. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to eat it off the table. Don't put it on the table. We have a placemat. Yeah. Yeah. If food ends up <laughs> off of it, I'm just like, you need to eat that, bro. Yeah, we just have a tablecloth. The way that we try to approach it is that you have to take a bite of everything that's on the plate. Yep. So that's sort of our like. We want you to try new things. We don't want you to get stuck in this like mac and cheese chicken yeah, tenders kind dogs. of cycle. Yeah, thankfully, he has no interest in hot fucking dogs. Roman so loves that... hot dogs. <laughs> it's such fucking cool. loves them. And it, yeah, he gets them for like lunch on the weekend, like one of those. You know, That's he, cool. He had bowling or whatever. We had a busy morning. It's already twelve o'clock yeah. by the time we get home. It's hard enough to feed kids. So like, okay, cool. here's, if they're here's a into hot something, dog. yeah. Yep. And the beauty is, like, you can get really good quality hot dogs that are, like, straight beef. Yeah. Okay. You're fine. Some weird, sketchy. (laughs) What are those super cheap hot dogs? Um, Fun dogs? Fun dogs. Or just, like, who knows what's in here? (laughs) There's nothing fun about them. (laughs) Especially when it's coming out of you. You're like, it probably is a dog that was once fun. And that's how they came up with the name. (laughs) There it is. Exactly. It's Rover. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's laying down. Good boy. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but kids are kids have a lot of high moments. I mean, I gotta watch Ninja Turtles. I'm I'm watching Ninja Turtles with Harper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the first one, and she she's never seen the cartoons, anything. I'm like, this is part of my childhood. Like, let's watch this and see what you liked. And she loved totally. it. So last night, Christine took Ember and Roman to Bentleyville with her mom, and Harper and I stayed back. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, that's cool. Like, what do you want to watch? She loves movies. I'm like, we have the house. Pick a movie we're watching in the movie room. 
and she grabs Ninja Turtles too. She's like, "We need to watch this." Like, That's so cool. Fucking sweet. It was awesome until I asked her her favorite turtle, and she said Raphael because he's mean and she's mean to her brother. Oh, well, even if she didn't like um, clarify where she's like Raphael, like, just the fuck. fact that she chose Raphael, you're like, oh no! It's like like I am in for it. You picked the bitchy turtle. I'm awesome. gonna have an emotional, angry, <laughs> explosive, oh, irrational. Did I say irrational yes, twice? Because yes, I need to emphasize. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lore, that's character-wise, personality-wise, Raphael is kind of the loose cannon. He is. And then um, Donatello gets referred to as Donnie a bunch in that film. Mm-hmm. And the first time she's like, that's your name. Like, <laughs> Jesus, kid. Fuck, good job, kid. Way to, way to, way to keep up there. <laughs> you know, walk around with a purple bandana. <laughs> Well, she asked me she, after I did that, because this is before they called him Donnie. She's like, well, which one's your favorite? I'm like, Donatello. Mm-hmm. She's like, why? I'm like, because it sounds an awful lot like Donnie. Then like five minutes later, they call him Donnie. And she just got these like big, big eyes. I'm like, <laughs> good. You're going to be a great detective. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So she's not going to be the smartest one. No, then, she's, right. she's going to be the one like, dad, dad, I'm a professional artist. I'm like, going to the lake walk trying to get 20 bucks from people by selling pictures is not a professional artist <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but who knows by that point man i mean maybe in duluth that will be a profession who fucking know <laughs> <laughs> well you know magnus walker got his his start that way really? Do you know who magnus walker the is? name is super familiar so for those of you who magnus aren't walker. familiar magnus walker is uh <clears throat> so he's an english dude he came over from britain and uh, he came over, I think, in the 70s. He started, uh, what is it, Serious Clothing? I think that's what it was called. Um, so he started designing, like, a lot of clothes uh, that was, like, kind of the kind of stuff that you'd see Ozzy Osbourne wearing. Okay. Leather pants, um, kind of that punk rocker style or whatever. Um, so when he moved over here, he was just sort of like, oh, cool. Like, I love American culture. I want to just kind of try this shit out. Right. And, uh, so he's kind of doing a bunch of odd jobs, just trying to like make things work living in, I think, Santa Monica at the time. And he, uh, he went and he bought these pants that was from like a thrift store or something like that. And they were like, I think they were like leather pants or something like that. Um, Man, it was something. I don't know if it was leather or some other kind of material. I, I'm not positive. He, he he does a TED talk and he tells a lot about this story. But anyway, so he he modifies them in some fashion that gives them like a little bit more punky look or something. And then he is down on um, he's like somewhere runs into somebody. Somebody sees it and says, "Hey, I love those pants." And you're like, "Okay, cool." Like, I mean, I can sell them or whatever. And he's like, "Or no," he's like, "I love those pants." He's like, "Yeah, I made them." Because he just instinctively was res- he, like, he really respected this guy that he ran into. And he was like, yeah, I made them. And the guy was like, can you sell some? And he was like, sure. And he's like, I'll take eight pairs of it. And then he ran back. Holy shit. And he went to the store where he mm-hmm. bought them from. And he modified eight pairs and then sold them to him. And then he realized, like, I'm onto something. I can design, I can design clothing. Yeah. I, I, I've got a style here. So he starts doing that. And he was selling them on the boardwalk. So imagine Magnus Walker, who is this Porsche. Um, I mean, look him up, Magnus Walker. You will not. You'll Google that. You will not find any other human beings. I promise you. You, you even get his <laughs> name remotely guy. close. You will. You'll get him. 
um, and he's kind of like a, a Porsche um, a, a, a aficionado. He's just been obsessed with them forever, well before they were popular. And he was part of the reason why the Porsche craze, the whole 911 craze, just kind of exploded in the no U.S. Shit. Is because he did a short video called Urban Outlaw with one of his earliest restoration cars, where it was just kind of like late night. I think it was somewhere in L.A., really late. Nobody on the roads, and he's just ripping through the city with this fucking gorgeous car. God, that'd be and fun. they're filming it. It's very artistic. It's a beautiful video. Um, it's sort of documentary style. It's, it's super cinematic. It's great. Watch it. It's super fun. You'll get it. Anyways, so he's responsible for, or partly responsible for this craze that just kind of blew up in, in the States. And uh, yeah, so... To, oh. to, to bring this back around, <laughs> um, it's funny that you say what your daughter, you know, selling so art on art. the boardwalk. That's literally how Bengus Walker got his start because when he created, I think it's called Serious Clothing. I, I might well, be wrong, but I which think, is huge. I think huge every, company. Every good idea just needs a little bit of luck along the way to be successful. Oh, I, I think there's you a know? lot of truth to that. Right place, right like, time. I think you can have all the skills and all the knowledge in the world. And I think all of that puts you in the right position, but mm -hmm. I think everything just needs a, a little bit of luck. Well, and I'll say that mm. authenticity is a... Of all the people that I look up to in this world, um, Which is I a will lot, say... kind of short. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that authenticity is a a trait of almost well of every single one of these people. And you know, Magnus Walker is a good example of that as well where it's like that guy he came over here, he had his style and he stayed true to it and literally designed a created a company, a clothing company, a style company that was in the end sold to Hot Topic. It was one of the biggest Damn. brands in, in Hot Topic. So you you know you think about how crazy that is. And he was the weirdo. He's this dude who's got like these massive white dude, massive dreadlocks, <laughs> massive dreadlocks, <laughs> Porsche fanatic. I, I can see. You know, I can see punk. why you looked up to him. There's a lot of things you're describing. That <laughs> are you? Yes, I used to have dreadlocks. You used to have dreads. <clears throat> loved driving a Porsche. Yep. Hot Topic. Yeah, I, well, it's that's <laughs> funny. Um, I I just like <clears throat> I really respect him because I I like to I look up to people that um, kind of do their own thing, you know, yeah, yeah, like kind of pave their own path and particularly with like the car cultures, motorcycle cultures, and stuff. Like I really people that manage to make it work in there and. They aren't just the gas monkey garage types, which, I mean, they're fine. Like, I, I respect the gas monkey garage guys. They've built some cool shit. They've managed to make it into a, a, a massive enterprise. But the guys who are doing doing things that other people aren't. Yeah, like Dustin Cott. He builds um, gorgeous classic Honda motorcycles. Maxwell Hazan. Um, he's a literal artist with motorcycles. You look at his bikes... I mean, the amount of engineering this guy does. He will machine his own wheels. He will machine Damn. casings for motor uh, for engines. This guy, he, he, when you look at his bikes, it is literally a rolling work of art. And the kicker is he drives the shit out of them. Well, yeah, it's a bike. That's what you should do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's one of the greatest builders in the country. Um, so, yeah, when you see guys like that and then. You know, Magnus Walker, he may not be the greatest builder in the world, but I really respect him because he stays 100% true to who he is 
and he's obsessed, just absolutely passionate, obsessed with Porsches. Like, you managed to make it work, dude. You're your own person. You never compromised once. Like, that, I respect the shit out of that. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to look him up because I... He's, he's a good dude. I've heard of him, but I don't know anything about him. <clears throat> he looks a lot like Rob Zombie. <laughs> Okay, Rob Zombie's another person that I respect the you, shit out of. You say, uh, you say, you know, <laughs> white guy with long dreadlocks. I think of the lead singer of Lamb of God, is who first comes to my head. Oh I, yeah, I can't no. think of his name. Yeah, this guy's a little mm. scruffier. I think. Okay, so mm. yeah, then Rob Zombie's a good fit. Yeah, no, he he definitely looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I could go on a tangent about Rob Zombie too. Like well, Rob he's, Zombie's a badass. Yeah, and he's another dude that in a time like a hundred percent created his own thing, his yeah. own music. He, he has his own style. He has like he he created this weird ass culture. He around it, it it's great. He kind of popularized. I don't want to say horror, but like this kind of darker side of entertainment. Yeah, well, you know? yeah, it started with his music because his music was very like dark and grimy yeah. and grungy but, sounding, but very metal. theatrical at the same time. Oh, yeah. More you know? human than human yeah. starting off with a woman moaning. Like, <laughs> they didn't give a shit. They were going to create uh, Thunderkiss 65, another yeah. song that's just like fucking wild. Nothing sounds like it. Just like in your face. This is what we like. This is the music we make. Yeah, like it or leave it. Yeah. Fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, that's not, I think that's you kind of yeah, have I to respect have that, that attitude in the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. especially nowadays with YouTube and uh, you know apple TV, like all these streaming services and everything it's it's easy to get washed out and oh my god it's yeah. so hard to stand out and that's why you just kind of have to stay true to who you are and like fuck it this is yeah. this is us this is what we do and it's like you're <laughs> either gonna pop or it's gonna take a while yeah but it's all about time in with yeah. all of these things you it know? Really is. i mean if you're one of these standouts like and there's never a guarantee but you know, and that's something we do with dad mods is like, we're not trying to compromise. Like no, we're is... building things that are hundred percent to our taste. Oh yeah. In fact, <laughs> I mean, we don't even have to call it dad mods. We could say that we're, you know, the, the sacrilege car builders. You and I, you, the one thing you and I have in common when it comes to building literally anything is we're not purist. No, <laughs> we like no. to take, we like to combine all. all sorts of stuff to make something unique and one of a kind. Yeah. Well, like there's i guess the way that i view it is that like i appreciate purists and the fact that like okay you're going to preserve the history of this yeah. and i love history so when i go to a car museum and i see a pre a 356 porsche i go that must be maintained that must be kept that is a literal piece of history um a head mueller bug I, I need that to to stay true to what yep. it is. Twenty one window, bus. Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, Yanko uh, Camaro. Yeah. You know these cars. They they just leave them shouldn't. Perfection. At least a handful of them need to be just like kind of left alone. And I love that there's people out there who will who will do that. You know they'll stay true to that sort of thing. And I'm not one of those people. <laughs> Uh, I like my, I have my own style. Like uh, there's a video that I've got saved and I can't remember if it's from Vimeo or if it was uh, a YouTube thing, but it was like an, uh, many years ago. There was like, it's, it's sexy. It's got a Santi Gold song in the background of it. It's this like 
hot chick who's in like uh, you know high stiletto type things. I don't know. Maybe that's not stiletto. Stilettos, I think, are the the narrow high heel. The really uh, I, I don't know my high heel. Elegant <laughs> gown wearing you're, kind of you're like talking to the wrong person. I did not know heels. It's it's something like a high profile New York chick would wear. I, I think what I'm thinking of is they're, I think they're pumps. It's it's a heel that's got like a blocky oh, okay. heel yep. on it, but whatever. I, it's I sort of this about. like um, sort of counterculture alternative looking chick fucking smoking hot. And she's um, walking toward it. It's cool. It's a really cinematic little video where it's like she's you see her walking and she's walking toward this silhouette of a car. And then you realize that it is a very patinaed kind of rusty 356 early 356 coupe and she gets in it and fires it up and she you know her heels push into the the pedals and stuff like that to kick it on it's all just like it's this kind of beautiful incredibly stylistic little video i adore it because it's just it's so unique and that it, it anybody who's like a diehard porsche fan looks at that and goes like oh my god this 356 is like literally <laughs> resting on the ground. It's slammed. It is sitting on the ground. It's Love kind it. of rusty and rough looking. Um, big, big ass wheels on it. I adored it. So I love that video. It, it's funny you bring up classics and people. Some people consider them ruined depending on how they're built. Um, we're going to make the jump to EVs. <laughs> yeah. There, There's a Facebook post that I saw that you liked as well on the Holly page i can't, I can't remember the yeah name of the it's page. um high voltage fest or yes. whatever it is there's yeah. an old jaguar that somebody ev swapped <laughs> and it's awesome i love it i love it but there are so <laughs> many people that were butthurt about it mm-hmm. you know oh it's an old jag like who fucking cares like it's awesome like there's there's surely there's some in museums and some people some old guy that owns oh, one that's mid yeah. condition and all that ev swap one let's let's see it. do it i want to see that i want to yeah. see something different well, yeah, I mean, you look at the Hoonigan guys, they just picked up that Rolls-Royce Phantom, that old-school Phantom, and they're putting... They, <laughs> they got a, a Art Morrison chassis that they fitted to the thing, and then they've got a um, Hellcat engine that they tossed in it. It's going to be a thousand-wheel horse beast that's built for just donuts and hooning, but it's a Phantom, an old-school Phantom. It's great, like... I I Build love crazy that shit. there's always going to be the purists. And you guys, like, if you're a purist, that's fine. Know that we appreciate yeah. you. Like, because okay. you're preserving the piece of history so the rest of us can Could be just fuck our, off and our, do whatever. <laughs> our personality is to throw our personality into it yeah. and, and to customize and, and not have fear that we're corrupting our, some remaining example. Like, it's fine. There's more than enough purists. The shoebox Ford community is the same way, where you've got so many people that they don't want to touch anything. It's all about keeping it six volt. It's all about like the original style numbers matching this and that. that. Yeah. Oh, the flathead's super common to keep. It's we're talking people want number matching everything. It's got to have original fenders. It's got to have fucking, you know, taillights have to be this exact thing from this exact year from this exact. Factory. There's no personality to it then. It's just another No, it's it's coupe. okay, but I'm I'm not gonna diss it because no. I still think that it's preserving a piece of history. But I'm gonna be the dickhead who's over here who is putting an S10 clip on the front of it, shoving an LS motor, making an LS motor look classic, which apparently butt hurts a lot of these these classic why? car guys. I don't know why they hate the LS so much. 
but they hate the LS, especially when you make it look classic. It's the weirdest thing. I love it. But you mean you mean to tell me I have the reliability of a modern motor, but it looks old school? Like that's not the best of okay. both worlds. And here's the thing: they'll they'll go on these tangents about how like oh, classic motors are just as reliable and this and that. And then I go, <laughs> okay. Then why did Chevy change it? Why is there a Gen three small block? Why is there a Gen four small block? If you think your Gen one or Gen two is so on par with it. They wouldn't have updated to these newer things if it wasn't for it needing to happen for XYZ reason. But I'm not going to go on a tangent about that because it's it's fine. They'll piss and moan. They'll do the crybaby kind of thing while I'm over here modifying my car my way. Yeah. Whatever. Go fuck yourself. Well, BMWs <laughs> are the same thing. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, oh, man. Put an M52 in it. Put an S whatever in it. It's like, no. Isn't that like, so weird? It, or, or they're not LS. even L like LSs are acceptable. Um, there's actually a really, really clean example. It was a thirty, uh, a ninety-one, uh, three fifteen, that popped up. The guy I think wanted like twelve grand for it. Red LS swapped. It's beautiful. It's a <laughs> work of art. That's a decent price. Yeah, yeah, and he, and uh, like that got a lot of love, but a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you should have put a, a BMW motor in a BMW. Mm-hmm fucking cares go have fun well what's, what's the car built for what are you gonna do with it what's interesting about um well and i guess i could say this about the shoebox community too um <clears throat> so the first infraction is taking the flathead out in a lot of people's minds um and, and in the bmw like the e30 groups i bet the first infraction is taking out the m20 b25 um if you take out the yeah. um the flathead that's the first thing there's a handful of people that will shit talk you to no end because you took out that original motor i realize yours is a b27 different kind of worms yeah, I'd, but i'd say not so much taking out an m20 um a lot of people are, are okay with that it's what you mm. replace it with Okay, a so lot, a lot of people recommend again an M50 series motor. Okay, so in the the shoebox community, the, they'll for sure give you a hard time if you're like pulling the the flathead. And and I I get it. Like the flathead's a, a super cool like Very tons of character. Motor. Oh yeah, yeah. I, okay, I get that. Um, but they'll even give like, and it's not super common because a lot of people do put the five liter and the you know the or the Y block or whatever. Um, but yeah, so with the BMW community, it's a little different. So they're not as worried about pulling the M20 as long as they like an M52 or an S52 or yeah, S54. A, a lot of people will, you know, will post up new to E30s. Oh, I just picked this up. What's the best way to make power? People are like, oh, swap it out for an M50, whatever. Mm hmm. Or for the same amount of money, you could do something really fun. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> really creative. Something with a little bit of personality to it. Yeah. Because I think you and I did the math at one point in time, and an M50 swap compared to the SR swap was almost the same. Yeah, very With similar. SR is a little bit more, but not by much. Yeah. Well, and the irony is that the, the SR swap, um, it gains you a lot of really cool characteristics about the car. It's lighter. It puts the weight closer to the, the center of the car. Mm -hmm. It puts it behind the axle more. Um, your turbo, so you get your choo choos. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's 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 a incredibly fun engine, um, and yeah, it's like you know you've got a couple of things to work out as far as like fitting exhaust and stuff like that goes. But 
Um, it's not that hard of a swap. As far as I'm concerned, the the SR swap should really be like, okay, so you've got an E30. What are your list of swaps? Well, like M50 or you know M52, S52, uh, LS1, SR20. Those should be your top four options because yeah. I just don't. The way that that engine fits in that car is breathtaking. You yeah. look at, you pop mm. the hood, and you go like, "Oh, this is an original motor. This looks like it's an original motor." Yeah. The only thing <laughs> that's kind of a bitch, like you said, is the exhaust and maybe the intercooler piping, depending mm-hmm. on which route you go. But if this it was really an OEM engine, it'd have a side mount. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fine. I I fucking love it. I. It upsets me that we get so much snow and so and salt so early because it's just <laughs> sitting in the garage. We've been out in the garage I a bunch know. rewiring it and all that kind of stuff. If you haven't watched that episode, it's awesome. Um, take some ibuprofen or um, what's that <laughs> motion sickness medication? Um, God, what do you take when you when you're gonna fly on a plane? Uh, so it's the D. Oh, um, I have no clue. Dihethyltryptamine? <laughs> I don't, isn't that like a psychedelic? I don't no. know. <laughs> Anyways, watch the episode. Uh, it gets really trippy, uh, kind of like a Aussie video at the very end. Oh, God, yeah. So it's it, we had a little quirk when it comes to the editing software. Uh, a so little, sorry, guys. A little quirk? It's like it's, it was filmed on a cruise ship. It's having a seizure. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why, and I did not catch it. Whoops. But yeah. Anyways. But yeah, so like being out in the garage a lot and the car's just sitting there, I'm like, I want to drive it more. Oh, I get it. Cause just because like the last week before we got salt on the roads, it was starting to run so, so good. Oh, I know. I know. We're like, getting it dialed in. And it's part. Finally figuring out like why we were having issues with, um, with uh, pulling timing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fuel issues. Yeah. Whatever the hell that was. It's slowly kind of getting itself worked out. We're, there's no guarantee because, unfortunately, we can't drive it. We can't put it under load. Um, but, you know, whatever. Okay. It's so it it'll be out. It'll be. It'll leave the garage for motorhead madness. Whatever. Yeah. You want another but one? But I do want another one. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't, but I, I'm going to. That's like you have to work tomorrow. Did you guys hear that? Nope. Probably not. You guys smell that? No? no, okay. Got to play catch up. Lucky. Yeah. Um, so, should we tell the people about um, a few changes with the podcast? Yeah, some stuff changed. <laughs> Nothing that you're seeing. So, uh, no, we've yet. been exploring our options for a, a while now, kind of keeping our eyes open for a space to do our podcasting out of. As much as we love doing it in the garage, um, it's just not ideal as far as heating goes. Yeah, and finances. I mean, it. It's expensive mm-hmm. to run the heat out here. It is. It well, and that's the thing is like well, compared to what we were looking at, this is still a bargain to heat this thing, um, because we were considering renting. You know, we were looking at yeah. office spaces and stuff like that, which you know is still like it's a super cool concept. It'd be fun to have people out to an actual spot where you know, like it's always set up and whatever. Well, it dawned on us when we were wiring up the garage. Which check out that video, please. <laughs> Be careful on the outro if you're prone to seizures. Um, <laughs> it dawned on us while we were downstairs wiring things in that... Um, if we move the cat box. <laughs> yeah, so basically Donnie's got a really good-sized basement that has, like, some pretty unused sections in it. Um, yes, there's a cat box in the back corner. 
So there's this area down there that is sort of ripe for the picking, and your basement is not organized whatsoever. Oh, God, so, no. Like a weekend's worth of organization and building shelving and stuff like that. Um, basically, basically, what we figured out is that your basement is probably a great spot yeah. to build a podcasting studio. Yeah, overall, I mean, it's a bluestone basement, so it it gets a little humid in the summer, not bad. A little chilly in the winter, but not bad. It's all mm-hmm. tolerable. We won't have to worry about heating, anything like that. Um, because the garage is running off a sub panel in, in the basement, we now have pretty much whatever we want to do. We can add another couple circuits easily to add extra lighting, outlets, yeah. whatever. Yeah, don't spill that on the I know. Part. I just like fingertips <laughs> just like whack the end of it. <sighs> and that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know right? it spilled right onto the mixer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, there's a ton of potential. <laughs> we could easily move the table, set up everything. Um, yeah, it's just more moving my wife's Christmas shit out of the way. Mm-hmm. And we just have like some random shelves that have to get organized better. Yeah. But really not much to do. I mean, I'd say a solid week worth of cleaning and just moving and all that. It would be separate. Oh, go. for sure. And I bet you guys would be happier anyways, like organizing all the crap and yeah, but, probably mean, purging because it looked like you guys had some old stuff down there that could probably go. Yeah, there's some old shit. Um, it, it's, just, it's one of those things like there's some boxes down there where you just don't quite know what to do with shit. Mm-hmm. Like I know I have a box down there that contains CDs that i had oh god you never know what to do with that i have no clue like and now with spotify i'll get rid of them but i'm, I'm gonna go through them uh we bought harper a karaoke slash radio slash cd player for her birthday okay yeah so, so you got to go through it and figure well, out which like, cds are worth her having yeah and actually yeah. i can there's two for actually three in that box that i know for sure she'll get she'll get uh Lincoln Park's first album. Mm, excellent. Uh, she'll get Wisconsin Death Trip. <laughs> well, yeah, she, she's been to a concert, uh, right? Uh, no, not yet. She was going to we, go to a concert. So I was going to take her, but it happens the week before All That Remains. And I'm already going to three mm. concerts that month yeah. and a car show. And I just I can't post the wife anymore. She she wanted to – we're taking the kids to San Diego this winter. And she's like, oh, when should we go? I'm like, not March. <laughs> <laughs> Any other month, but March is booked. She's like, well, what's going on? I'm like – this, all this, of it. this, 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 this. Like, I'm like, I got five things going yeah. on. All of it is going. It's going to be um, a very expensive month. <laughs> yeah, a very expensive month. Um, yeah. But I think there's also a CCR Greatest Hits album in there that I think she'd like. Oh, you got yeah, to. Yeah, she, she mm-hmm. likes Queen a lot, which is mainly because of my wife. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so anyway, our <laughs> <laughs> what we figured out was that we're going to build a podcasting studio in Donnie's basement. Yes. So we've got a nice back corner. Um, it's going to provide us with more than adequate spacing. Yes. Um, one of the biggest Tons. things is that um, we can we can isolate the space. We can uh, kind of like manage volume, uh, echo, all those kind of things. We can build uh, so that we can put like a monitor in there and stuff. Yeah, we I mean, we could build a couple of walls down there if we wanted to. Yeah, like it's it's really exciting in that like we can sort of build the space to suit our needs. It's pretty dry. It's well. It's it's very dry. That that corner is. Um, so our house is at the very base of where the hill kind of starts to flatten out. And well, for those of you who have never been to Duluth, we're built on the side of a hill. So our house is on the very bottom of that hill. And one corner, one half of our basement gets not drenched, but there's a little bit of water that comes in. But on the other side, because it's on the flatter side, it's not. 
it's not bad at all. There's, yeah. there's no rainwater to settle there. And it's really not that. It's not a basement smelly kind of house. It's no. it's not that bad. I've been and to some houses that have a basement smell, and yours really doesn't. Yeah, and the cat. I mean, despite being a cunt, she's nine. <laughs> so like, we might have to put up with her for like another six years, and then she'll probably <laughs> be dead. Another six years. I have <laughs> met a twenty-five-year-old cat. We, so growing up, my mom had a Siamese cat that lived to be twenty-four. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. And she was blind. I know, twenty-five, twenty-four. That's insane she was blind as as a as a bat and you can Ugh. tell because like my mom <laughs> you know because we're, we're people so we like you rearrange the living room every once in a great blue great moon and whatnot and we rearrange and the cat would like know where shit is but we re- rearrange the furniture and then she just walk into the couch <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you hear a thud as she walks into the to, to an end table you're like oh my god oh, that poor cat and then like a month would go by she kind of figure out where everything yeah at. but it's a cat so who really gives a shit the cat was sweet but yeah <laughs> but yeah i just don't like cats i like my cat um anyways she's a bitch. jesus can we stay on topic <laughs> no, so we're no, this is a podcast so we we've got a, a basement <laughs> That, uh, yes, so it has a cat box in it. Okay, we're going to move the cat box. Yes, it's got a damp corner. Okay, but it's it's a nice space, and it's going to work for building. So we're in time. Uh, we've got to talk a little bit about the details, like kind of uh, plan it all out, figure out our costs, and then start putting it all together. Yeah. So it's exciting. We're going to put together a actual podcasting studio. And um, I don't think you guys are going to see that for a little while. I mean, it's I would guess it's going to take a couple months to before we're officially in there. Or yeah, a month. I, w- I would like to be there sooner than later just because January and February is the really cold months. Mm. Um, That's true. Actually, it might be. We might be in we, there in a couple might, of weeks. We might have no choice but to hurry we up might and, have and move to. on this. Um, yeah. But we also have the holiday season and the new year, so I know kids' life just gets fucking chaotic. Yeah. Um, who knows? We might run into COVID again. But uh, yeah, I I would like to say new year, new us. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's a good goal. That that's the goal. Well, will it happen? I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna try to pick away at at least cleaning it so that way it's just a blank canvas for well us. and i think what we'll end up doing is we'll probably we're, we're going to be setting up our zoom podcast again here just as a Precaution. contingency plan because it's it's becoming so common for these covid situations to to happen and regardless of the variants and the you know like how dangerous they are and whatever we're still going to treat it always the same of just sort of like okay everybody's got a different level of comfort with this whole thing and i'm in social work so i need to be careful because i work with people that work with incredibly vulnerable folks so you know we all got to be careful about and it's it. kind of funny because i hate my job and i'm like if i could just get two weeks off <laughs> i could get so much shit done around the house that's hilarious <laughs> like i so I, I took a covid test before i came over here today just to be safe and i'm just in the thing like if it comes back positive i could clean the basement out in these two weeks and we'd be set that's like funny. christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so what we'll do <laughs> Is we'll probably set up uh, some fresh electrical. We'll film a video on it. Um, you know, like we, we might build walls and everything. We'll see. Yeah, it depends yeah, on, we'll, like you said, budget and time. Yeah, exactly. But it's exciting. So we'll, and, and when we do that, we'll add in a little bit more character. We'll bring some similar things from, from so here. So is the and, CV going over to my place? We could put that in the basement. Well, what's cool is like you've got a, a door into your basement. Yeah, we could easily put the CV in the basement. Um, 
No, because then I'll definitely never get to it. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I definitely have some bike chassis, so we could always hang a motorcycle from the wall. I have a motorcycle hanging from the wall in my garage. We should just finish that. <laughs> yes. We should finish both of your bikes. Yes. I have and those, <laughs> and those things to the ground I would like to do. And yeah, everything would need to be modded. I have depending I have, on how much space we have behind us, we may hang one of my motorcycles off your wall. That would be pretty sweet. Because I, I have like three rollers. So we could do something fun with it. Yeah. We we should. Yeah. We totally should. We'll we'll figure all of those things out. If Whatever. You'd like to, if you'd anyway. like to donate a motorcycle for this, we yeah. do that too. <laughs> Well, and even for that matter, if you've got a motorcycle that's uh, a shitty old fixer-upper, let us know. Especially if it's a smaller one, like a CB360 or something like that. Because what or we need is more projects. Yes. But, I mean, we're talking about EV stuff. We're it's always true. talking about EV stuff. So we're going to start getting into that at some point. Can, can you really have too many projects? I'm bordering on it. I don't know. As long as you keep like the wifers give CB seven fifty, Ruckus, Smart Pillin, Ford, GS eight fifty, KZ four forty, Aero fifty, Moto Galera, <laughs> CB one twenty five, CB one twenty five. Well see like so my wifers give me I got a few things going on. <laughs> My wife was giving me a little bit of shit about how much I spent on C1500, Silverado. Me off. I'm um, trying to talk. <laughs> Honda Civic, Forerunner. Okay, yeah. I'm done. Well, she, she was giving me shit about the garage, and I'm like, well, at least it's done. She's like, well, it only took you five years. I'm like, well, yeah, I also built a BMW in the process. Yeah. Well, and picked up and sold an RX7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you helped build, and the, helped build the a Ford, Ford and, a and Civic built a Civic and all sorts of other things. Like, and rebuilt a uh, legacy. I looked at it. I'm like, at least I'm getting my projects done. At least I'm saying I will get to this. Okay. And it's happening. At <clears throat> okay, some point so in time, it is happening. All you need to do is point back to the days before dad mods where it was the cycle of projects. Yeah. Where things weren't getting done. And now they are. So we formed dad mods. And shit's happening. Now, mischief garage back then. And the whole point of it was to, we've got too many fucking projects. Let's tag team these things. Oh, hey, we both have aspirations to film stuff. We got a little sidetracked for like two years with a Subaru that blew up. Yeah. And building a Civic. <laughs> yes. We we definitely had a few sidelining things, but they, they were fun. And, they were very and fun. They're they were learning, fun video series too. Learning experiences. It's hilarious that we, we started the whole channel with building pit cruisers, which might have heard a little bit of that early energy because like people like we had a huge surge of subscribers in the beginning everyone was like oh this is super cool you guys are going to be doing this thing and then no. it turned into like 12 episodes <laughs> <laughs> and a year's worth of filming so if you guys want to if you guys want to see something kind of fun Go go back, pick any of the Pit Cruiser videos. At watch the first one. Yeah, watch the first one. Watch, first a, one's watch a couple fun. of them. And then watch a video from the Shoebox or the BMW episode. And the quality and just us being comfortable on camera and all yeah. that. And the dialogue is night and day different. Oh, my God. You it's, watch our... It's incredible <clears throat> to see how, how much we've grown in a couple of years. It's wild. Our very first video was the yeah so it was like the whole the versus video where i <laughs> it was so cheesy it's in so our dumb. minds we it's... thought that this was going to be really great 
and it actually is a really fun video because it covers a lot and it has um, alan in it it in yeah it does so it, it what does it open with i'm trying to remember it just opens with us it, kind of describing no, what our, it opens with you is it the race i think it opens with a race you sliding up on the cooler saying on this episode of dad mods yeah <laughs> I, i'm not sure what you say after that, I, i'm doing a donut cuts out <laughs> i'm doing a donut around chris it, well i did subtitles yeah, at some point oh that's right i did subtitles because it was really hard to hear what i was saying but i did a i i drifted around chris and and said that like on this episode of Mischief Garage, we raced the pit cruisers or whatever, yeah. and, it was and me took off. Literally walking a tricycle. Yeah, because you, you couldn't even pedal it; you just walked I had it. To walk. <laughs> I know it's such a cringy first video, but it's also like it's fun to see where things start and then where they go to now. Which how many years down the road and the quality well, of you know our filming equipment uh, and well, that, that our brings knowledge. up something so we have an episode coming out on a re recent purchase that jake made and at one point tonight while we're filming we have four high quality cameras going yeah we do with four different lenses and go back three four years ago when we first started <laughs> cell phones and a camera yeah, it GoPros. was. <clears throat> yeah, it was cell phones. Oh. It wasn't even GoPros. It was a Xiaomi I Mi. I had I had my one GoPro. You had your GoPro like three or four. Yeah, uh, which at the time wasn't actually too bad. Um, so we had that. Yeah, we had uh, Galaxy S six, and then I think a six thousand. I think you bought the six thousand to start with. No, we didn't have that right away. We had literally just a cell phone oh, and right. just a uh, GoPro knockoff for a little bit there and yeah like we managed to make it work um it wasn't great and we certainly weren't yeah. comfortable on camera but chris helped out a lot big shout out to chris flink yeah chris um, flink. go check out his channel yeah but, flink films look that up it's but a he, phenomenal he helped channel. uh start us off and push us in the right direction yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to think about where we started and where we're at now yeah it, i mean and we're shooting 4k on multiple cameras now which we don't have our uploads in 4K, but our renders are in like, or rather, we we're bringing 4K into the the edits. So you'll see like that really crisp quality in the videos as well. So like our most recent video, we shot a fair amount of that in 4K, where we're doing like the um, the the basement, or the or rather the wiring in the garage and the basement and stuff. And that's uh, that was all in 4K. Looks freaking awesome compared to our old stuff <laughs> yeah don't you get a headache <laughs> until there's the shakes yeah yeah but that, that's not your problem anyway so, um yeah i don't yeah. know where we even started with this conversation no you get a couple Oops. beers in you and it's, it's just, just sort of you just foggy. keep random but randomly. yeah so anyway we're building this podcast studio so you're gonna see some changes here i mean i guess maybe by the new year we're gonna try that's i would like I mean, to see the if we're building year. walls that might be really hard to to do that well but. i i think we i think just for time and money probably start off with like the curtain idea mm -hmm. and then it's one of those like six months down the road you know three months down the road okay let's frame some sure. walls yeah yeah we'll look mm -hmm. into it we'll we'll figure out what's going to work for it and it all depends on like okay well we tried the curtains but the wife can still hear us upstairs like clear as day or mm -hmm. you know the cat comes downstairs and that's becoming an issue or whatever so the walls might be a necessity where it's like we just have to just do it and just get done with <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
It's gonna be funny. Like, so I was thinking the other day about okay, around the table about the yeah, nice another uh, Boondock Saints reference. Um, so I was just thinking about in terms of like having guests over. Um, once you walk through the house to go downstairs, it doesn't seem that suspect. But if you go in through the back door, I just I have to chuckle at the idea of like, oh, yeah, we're shooting a podcast and people come over, especially if we ever have women on <laughs> where they're just like, come with us into this basement. And then we walk into does, this sort of dark room. Does, and there's does like this rag smell like chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> exactly there's just like this space whether it's curtains it's like li- literally curtains hiding this like little spaced off area in the back <laughs> come with us this is where the podcast well, is i promise there's no restraints back here so, so two things first off i think we're safe from having any women on this show hmm. au contraire oh? my uh my wife may be on i said other than our wives yeah, she's wives don't count. Her and I were were uh, we were having a lot of laughs the other night, and she's just like, "God, we're hilarious." And I'm just like, "Why do you think I've been trying to get you on the fucking podcast?" Yeah, <laughs> like my wife is fucking hilarious. I'm like, "What are you waiting for? Get on the podcast. You have, have an a, invite any night." Your wife with a couple of beers in her almost scares me a little she bit. She is a <laughs> loose cannon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's great. I want to get her on here. But yeah, anyway, so I mean, it would be it's it's funny especially as like we'll be bringing people in. Yeah, and the back door isn't going to happen for a while. Um my That's what she said. Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, why do you think all of our guests drink beer? Uh, <laughs> loosen them right up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my mother-in-law's father-in-law, if that makes sense. So my mother-in-law's husband's dad, stepdad. Mother-in-law's um, father-in-law. Well, well, yeah, it's a real conflict. That's pretty of, separated. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Um, <laughs> but anyways, my wife and I were out of town. My mother-in-law decided she was going to be nice to us. You got that. Um, hopefully uh, you guys did too if you're watching this. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we were out of town. She just said she was going to do something nice for us, which we were thankful for. We always need to put a new back door into our basement. Um, but he didn't put it in a back door. He essentially made it a wall. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. took, <laughs> he took a wood door and screwed it into the frame, and now we have a wall. Wait, so, it doesn't hinge? It doesn't hinge. It's a fucking wall. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So we will have to Ooh. unscrew the door he put in. And frame in a door. Wait. To make that usable. Wait. So, <laughs> this is a normal adult. How old is he? Oh, God. She's in her 50s. So, he's got to be late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume. Maybe late 70s. I don't okay. So, know. in that family, is that just how it works? Like. <laughs> The boomer gets rid of his boomer I... wife and, and shacks up with the younger. <laughs> no, 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 no. So. No, 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 okay, no so it's my so it's <laughs> my my mother in law's husband. Uh huh. His mom is essentially married to this gentleman for mm-hmm. ages. They've been together for a long time. Um, he's always been kind of a handyman. But oh, yeah, okay. he, I, I get the, the math. Was now. going to install a door, and because it's a weird size, he didn't install a door. He took a door, chopped it, and then screwed it into place. So it's a fucking wall. So it's at least secure. But so you're telling me that this is a 
a normal, high-functioning adult. No. Who wipes his own <laughs> ass. <laughs> Questionable. Yeah, okay. He is a gentleman that... They're from Louisiana. Um. <laughs> Rants about those fucking Cajuns like yeah, Tom Segura. He, it's not that bad. I, I can't do the accent, otherwise I totally would. Um, well. <laughs> but they... They're very much rednecky. Uh, lived, literally lived out of a um, like an RV, essentially. <laughs> okay. Um, they'd come up in the summertime, like and then they go back in the wintertime. A Walter White RV? Yes. Like a Winnebago man. <laughs> like a 70s Winnebago? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where somebody just slammed Perfect. the fucking door. <laughs> my mind's a piece of shit. I showed my wife that for the I first time the other day, that. and she loves favorite it. favorite internet clips of all time. These if, fucking flies. If you guys want to light, laugh so hard you pee yourself, look up a Winnebago man and just watch the highlights. It's really funny. It's so funny. It's, um, it's a real video. Yeah, these guys are very much like their dog was strictly an outside dog. And when he got worms, he was just going to take him out back and like take care of him. Damn. Yeah. So they're. That's harsh. Yeah, they're very. I mean. The drugs to take care of those worms are not expensive. Yeah. Does yeah, he just like look for a reason to shoot his dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, what I, the fuck? I don't know. They're, they're very. It sounds much... like somebody needs to take this guy out back I, and shoot him. <laughs> I could go into a big rant that I'm not going to do. Um, <laughs> does he eat crawfish out of the river? <laughs> he probably can't he, spell crawfish. Does he go down to the St. Louis River and <laughs> pick crawfish? <laughs> Jesus. They all Christ. sorts of kinds of shrimp. They got shrimp gumbo and shrimp <laughs> pasta. Okay, so this knob <laughs> screws in a solid wood door. Yeah, so we get back from God. our we get back from our trip and mm. they're like, oh, we did this thing for you. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to redo everything you fucking did so because we don't have a door anymore. You made a door that was a door that did door things, not a door. Yeah, like it was a really shitty door that but was. But it's like, still Open, yeah. Like it, the door had a big glass section to it that broke, and I, I screwed in some plywood over and all that kind of stuff because it was on our to do list to replace it. Gotta do it. what you gotta do. Yeah, but it's still fucking open and fucking shut, so you can get to the goddamn basement. <laughs> and now it's a fucking wall. Like you didn't replace the door, you turned it into a wall. There's a complete fucking oh, difference. My God, I would be so livid. Oh, I was. I was I'd go steal off. his front door and I, use it. So you know me. I'm not. I'm not very good at confrontations. Mm -hmm. It's not my strong suit. I'm very passive aggressive. Um, <laughs> and I was. Just, I was fucking pissed. That's some really good self awareness. Yeah. Oh, I just know that's who I am. I just. Fair. That's the reason. That's probably one of the re many reasons the dude is my spirit animal. Sure. Like, I'm just very like I don't want to deal with bullshit. <sighs> he's not passive aggressive, but he's just he's sort of like, like ah, it's not worth it. Yeah, and that's kind of what yeah. I feel like. I just don't want to get into it. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I know. But yeah, I was, so we get back from our trip, and like I was trying really, really hard, just be super nice to my mother-in-law and not bitch her out for this major fuck up. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I kind of get why you're trying to be nice, but at the end of the day, it's not your fucking house. <laughs> Leave shit it's alone. It's weird. If you're house-sitting for us and you, like, unload the dishwasher, that's one thing. Mow the fucking lawn. Yeah. But if I come home and the kitchen is painted a different fucking color, <laughs> give me the fucking key. That's the kind of stuff. Turn that shit over. That's the kind of stuff that you'd see on a, a cheesy sitcom, like King of Queens or something like that, where you're just like... 
Oh yeah, nobody really does that in real life. Who, who says I want to do something nice? I'm gonna replace your fucking door for you. I'm gonna no no no. Here's the thing. I'm gonna replace your door by by screwing in a door to not open. Your door opens. I'm gonna put a door in that looks better but doesn't open. It doesn't do shit. Why wouldn't you go? Hey, sorry, man. Like it's not even I weather treated. Up. It's not even weather treated. It's an it's, indoor door. Yeah, it's an it, interior it's a, door. It's a solid door, but yeah, but it's not painted or stained or anything to help protect it from. It from looks in. like an interior door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like, why wouldn't that register in your shitty brain that like, oh, this is an inconvenience for these people? Um, just so you know, I'm gonna solve this. I have well, I have good intentions. So he yeah. just screws it shut it's, and is like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you'd ever need to unload a dishwasher or a fucking uh, washing and drying machine. <laughs> if you need a new door on your bathroom, let me know. <laughs> it might not open. Oh, God, yeah, it's just. What an idiot. Fuck it. Yeah, it's all sorts of fucked. So it took me probably a good solid month <sighs> to not be pissed off about that. Well, I remember we were doing dad mods. Oh at the yeah, time, I and was. You were just salty. I was and when you told pissed. me about it, I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what happened?" I think I had a. I think that's a logical <laughs> reason to be salty, though. It's a v dude. Yeah, yeah I would like be I said, livid. I, if your house, if you guys, ever, I can't believe you left it that way. I, I would have taken that door out and put it through their front door. You know why? <laughs> because I've never framed a door in my life until we did the back door with one of my buddies. Oh, and so I have gotcha. no confidence. I'm like, I'm not going to start this project and then have a big, not, instead of having a wall, not have a big fucking hole <laughs> <laughs> to get into the house. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel as pissed off as I am about that, I feel that's a step backwards. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So I've, I've framed a few doors um, there. Are not perfect. It's ironic that most of them squeak. <laughs> so they might not be perfectly square. Well, I get it. <laughs> the one I helped with worked perfectly for like two months and now the deadbolt doesn't match. Yeah. You just gotta adjust it. Yeah, it just be adjusted. Why was like why have you put the trim back on? I'm like, because I have to adjust the door. Yeah. Why don't you adjust the door? Because I'm building a BMW. <laughs> We'll we'll spend an afternoon <laughs> adjusting it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I had shims, and then she wanted a. Wait, you don't have any shims? I had shims. I had shims. There um, were shims the, in the frame, and then you removed them. No, I did not fucking touch them. Okay. So go on. <laughs> so we put a door in. Okay. Works like it should. There are shims. Uh huh. Perfect. I'm like I'm gonna. I told her I'm like I'm gonna leave it for like a month. Just make sure that it works like it should. And I don't need, you know, with temperature changes, all that kind of shit. Settles. Fine. She's like, hey, I found a St. Bernard I want to get. I'm like, okay, that's oh cool. Boy. Like, I'm pro dog. I love, <laughs> I, I, I love dogs. <laughs> I am pro. Okay, go on. I'm pro dog. Like, yeah, like, okay, that's sweet. Like, look, look, look at this derpy fucker. Like, sure. Like, yeah. I've never had a big dog. I love dogs. Awesome. Let's get. You, you got a horse. Let's be real. Like, that's cool. I'm like, you let me spend. You let me drop eight grand on a two thousand dollar car. Like that's that's fucking fine. If you want an eight hundred dollar dog, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna bitch about that. That's fine. So we get him, and he's a horse who's a puppy. So we have a hundred ten pound, hundred ten yeah. pound puppy now that's never been inside. We're trying to teach him all these things and all that shit. 
and our back entryway is kind of his like timeout room. You know, this is the you're overstimulated, or this is where you're going to feed you. This is this is your little space because we can't get a kennel for a fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> so he stays back there, but you know, or just simply like it's you went out in the rain, you got muddy, you need to dry off. You're hanging out there for an hour. That dumb fucking dog. As much as I love him, that dumb dog <laughs> ate. The shit. <laughs> he, he nod on him, and I'm like, "All right, that's cool. Like, I'll just break him off." And he's like, still somehow got him out, and fucking like they're, they're just not there anymore. <laughs> so oh I'm sure, God. I'm sure if I would have done a little bit of investigating, <sighs> there's probably some piles of dog shit in the backyard that just have splinters. <laughs> like, Your dog <laughs> ate door shit. <laughs> just fucking not. Oh, he didn't eat the shoes. <laughs> He didn't eat the jackets or anything like that back there. He ate the fucking sheds. <laughs> wait, wait. So we're talking like the, your door is framed and yeah. there's the gap there's around no it. There's no on the bottom and there's for the shims. dog to get to it. So for anybody who's framed a door, there are shims that go into the door jam between the framing and the door jam itself. So there's a pocket that's usually in there. You've generally got a door frame that's, especially an exterior door, it's 36 inches wide. Yep. Your framing space is usually 40 inches end to end. So you need to make it up, or 38. So that's where you have shims and all of that. So you're telling me that this dog ate... <laughs> <laughs> Ate the the wedges. They're yeah. basically like wedge shaped pieces of wood. Yeah, he gnawed on them and shit. And <laughs> so he pulled them out. He pulled them out in the bottom oh and God. fucking gnawed on them. And I'm just wait. So you didn't put a drill bit through the shims? No, because it was sh oh, it was shifting. Okay, it, gotcha. So our house is like a hundred, hundred just over hundred years old. And <laughs> there's the back stairs. I use that term lightly. There's like a mm -hmm. probably four by four little landing there. As soon as you get out the back door. And then they added on a deck. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I, I don't know how this is going to settle. I wanted to give it time. The wife's like, why did you trim them down? I'm like, well, because I have to pull them out. I want to be able to get to them. Right, right. <laughs> I wasn't planning on getting a fucking moose. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So now I have no shims on the bottom. I, <laughs> it's on my fucking list, but now it's cold again. So and, now the door is tweaked a little bit. Do you so, find that your back entry, does it heave? With the the frost, <laughs> no giggity. <laughs> um, no, because it. I, I don't think it really heaves. Like it, it's okay. just fine. Um, so then you should, in theory, be able to finish the door. Should be, yeah. So, so the problem with like my back. <laughs> oh my god! There's just no way to say this without sounding fucking greasy. <laughs> my back entry. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets cold out <laughs> uh yeah so my back door it it, it well we've got a, a mud room my back entry goes into a mud room. <laughs> next topic <laughs> they don't give a fuck about this anyway <laughs> All right, so long story oh. short, we're putting a podcasting studio in my basement. Yeah. Wow. Why the fuck did we go on that a half way, an hour about that? So that random strangers can come in my back door and go down <laughs> to the basement. Okay. So, yes, that's going to be great. You guys are going to see that eventually. It, it might be the new year, you know, a little ways into the new year because when we film, generally we're a week out. Yeah. You know? I, I say new year if 
for sure by February is my goal. Yeah. Um, just because February is the coldest month. Well, I, I like the idea of us aiming for the new year because, yeah, it's like we got we got some big things that we've got to do. We've got to do the bus. We've got to do the Ford. But, like, that's definitely a priority because there's cost involved with it. And yeah. the fact that it's going to go into your basement, the room's already – it's already heated. Yeah. We've got to heat this space. So it's going to be nice if we can get that set up sooner than later because then we've already got space that we can work with. We just got like a few small things to tweak. We've got to like make the room, you know, colors and stuff like that, decorate it yeah, and whatnot. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing so is. So you guys will see a video. We're actually going to film that. We're going to like kind of outfit the space and we'll film a video about setting up a podcasting studio. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is between. Material that you already have, material I already have, and paint and stuff like that. We we could probably do this for fairly cheap and fairly easy. Yeah, <laughs> fairly easy. Fairly. <laughs> I still anticipate it being a big pain in the ass, but it'll be great. We'll see. It'll be awesome. I'm excited. Like it's it. We've never had a sort of dedicated space. This has been great for a while now. Um, I love the character the space has. Bunch of motorcycle helmets. Silly. That's the one thing I'm kind of sad about is we lose all of that yeah we do we do lose a bit of this but like we can still bring a lot of this over to your place Great, too. more shit sitting in my basement <laughs> well <laughs> i've got some motorcycles i can hang that's fine no we'll we'll figure it no, out we'll we'll do some cool things we'll probably get some fresh stuff too just to make the space like yeah. unique yeah we'll just maybe we'll bring the dog downstairs and just hang him on the that, wall i know <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that dynamic no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So I'm excited. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so do you got anything else? Anything else? I always anything have else? something, but no, not this time. I'm trying to think if we've got anything else to talk about. Um, any changes? Well, projects. Well, let's talk a little bit of pro. Let, let's close this thing out by just hashing out where the projects are. <laughs> well, as far as right, what do you got going on? I don't know. We just <laughs> what, we, what don't we, I know? Every topic we rant for at least half an hour. Let's let's be concise with it. Let's let's spare these people because nobody's still listening. <sighs> okay, for the for Glenn in New Zealand who is listening, um, the only project I have going up now that the garage is done. Um, I got a little tidying up on the BMW. I want to get done before Motorhead Madness, which mm -hmm. is a car show coming up in March, uh, March 19th and 20th. Yes. Hey, I remember the dates. Um, yep. We'll have, should have a lot of stuff there, actually. Yeah, um, we should have a pretty decent group that's going to be showing be. with us. Um, Plus, we'll have a, what, 40 by 20 space? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> We've got a pretty big space. We'll, we'll have a condo down there. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we'll be I, sleeping there. I, tents and all. I plan on getting a dash cover and just, just some little things. I, I need to, again, look at the brakes, just down the, the BMW, BMW, just a little bit more. Um, and now that the garage is lit well and has outlets and all that, I can, I'll focus back on the BMW. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of that kind of went on the back burner just because salt on the road. There's no rush. We're not driving it, and wanted to clean up the workspace. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am at with projects. Um, we will be at some point in time starting the wife's bus, not mm -hmm. bust. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. That, the bus will be at the car yeah. show. <laughs> I'm gonna start the bus. <laughs> I start that tonight. Actually, I mean um, that would probably be a pretty good draw. <laughs> 
<laughs> Both women are pretty well endowed. If we could just have the wives there at the car show with the boobies out. Maybe that's why we haven't made it big yet. We just need the wives to like... Just flash, flash some titties yeah, on the, yeah. the video. I mean, boob. I would wager that way more people would tune in if we oh, had yeah. boobies. I'd, I'd watch our videos. I would too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both privately and not privately. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she has a Volkswagen bus bay window that it's started off as a swap. We bought a house. So it's always just been sitting there and we're finally going to get to that. Yep. Um, now that we can do a little bit of welding and all that. So that's, Kind of the project list at my place. Yeah. Um, you got some stuff going on, though. I got a you want to get, get done this winter. Yeah. So before too long, you guys are going to see a little bit of, um, I don't know if you call it like an unboxing video or whatever we'll do. So ba basically, I ordered in a shitload of parts from Bag Riders. So if you don't know who Bag Rider is in, you probably aren't my age. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Bag Riders you're, you're, you're is as old as dirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bag Riders is a company that specializes in air suspension. Um, and the reason I chose them is like uh, they're one of those brands that, like, it, for the most part, everything that they have on their website is um, the, kind of the top of the line um, air suspension related stuff. And I went with them because I've just like I, I've always loved like kind of their. I don't know their style, like the, the sort of what they bring to the table. It's uh, generally it's a lot of like Euro cars and stuff like that. Um, but the guys, it's not a huge operation. And the dudes like actually they have some pretty cool shit that they themselves as the business owners and, and the guys who run it have built. Um, so and even talking with one of the guys that that works there. He built a shoebox at one point. Did oh, a, shit. Yeah, he did a parallel four link on the rear end, bagged it and all that stuff. So he literally had like the same car that I do. So it was really cool. We got to talking and whatever. So I ended up buying a bunch of cool shit from them. So I um, I have a full manual air suspension setup. Uh, eventually, I'll probably upgrade it where I've got something a little more active. But to start it off, I really like the idea of like the reliability of a manual bag setup. So I ordered all of that, I've, and I'm going to be doing shockwaves. So for those who don't know, uh, shockwaves are <clears throat> so it's, it's a ride tech, uh, uh, ride tech product. So if you're familiar with who ride tech is, they're um, they're comparable to QA1 in that they do air suspension that is super high quality. Like the engineering is fantastic. Um, really reliable components and the shock waves are sort of like if you want to do a pro touring build but still have air suspension that's what you go with really fucking yeah. expensive <laughs> really expensive everything for cars is expensive though the such a dumb if hobby. i told you how much <laughs> i spent it's really expensive but basically the way that the ford is going to go i decided like i'm not going to buy a, another car just for carving corners. The shoebox is going to be getting components, air suspension and all that are going to be built for turning corners, um, as well as a manual transmission. So what you're saying is, is in the future, the viewers can expect a video where we put the BMW up against the Ford at, uh, at Auto X. A hundred percent. I'm going to wax the shit. You will. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, my problem is my driving style. I'm too aggressive. I know I'm too aggressive in the corners. 
Well, you've got a lot of things going for you. So uh, I'll wrap this up just by saying that the Ford is going to be undergoing some some pretty cool changes. We're going to be completely redoing the rear end. It's going to have shockwaves in the back as well. It's going to be a link set up in the back. Yeah, I'm really excited um, to see how this yeah, comes along. It's, it's going to be cool. And I've got uh, our buddy Cody who, um, oh, God. I, we'll have him on the podcast eventually. Um, he sort of... He's got a G body, so the Monte Carlo, um, Oldsmobile. Yep. His is an Oldsmobile. He designed his own aero, arrow, arrow, yeah, arrow for that car, and it works. <laughs> it works really well, actually. From what he does HPDE, so high performance driving. Like we're talking grid life with a G body. He has driven that car so hard. That he has ripped the chassis, he has ripped the body mounts. He, it's incredible. This guy is so talented. He's uh, he's a machinist, and uh, he's he's at the point now where he's actually designing his own control arms and stuff. Um, just an incredibly talented builder, um, and I'm so sorry. I'm drawing the blank on his YouTube account. Um, we'll share it if uh, yeah, we'll we'll share it. Cody will eventually be on the podcast anyways. But anyway, so he's sharing a lot of ideas about how we're going to engineer the rear end on the shoebox because we just have so much, like such a minimal amount of room under there without doing like massive chopping of like floors. And I mean, if you do a, a triangulated four link, you've got to like cut the floor underneath the... Um, underneath the rear seats like it's it's really invasive yeah. but we we have some ideas about how we're going to engineer the rear end of this to actually handle really good uh in the same way that like um a lot of the camaros and stuff like that do of the oh, early shit. 2000s so we've we've got i won't share too much because you'll see the videos eventually anyway it's gonna be great Shoebox is going to be built to actually handle it'll be a manual transmission i'm going to do some like uh different seats in it and stuff so it yeah it should be cool like my goal is like i don't want to take a lot of corners with it it's not built for a track car but if i feel like i want to do an autocross if i'm going to take it over to brian's racetrack i want to go out there and have a good time and not feel oh, like yeah. i'm going to fall out of the freaking door yeah. because i got this <laughs> this bench seat with yeah, no bolster kind of lurking around and yeah and tons of body roll and stuff so We'll see how it goes. Uh, we don't really know what to expect, but I'm we're going to try. I think it's going to be awesome when it's done. Here's the thing. If if you do all of this work mm. and it doesn't handle perfectly, if, if your idea of being able to take it like around a road course, if you go out there and you go like, ah, it's got too much body roll or, you know, this doesn't feel like quite as good as a, you know, uh, an E30, then you go, yeah, okay, well, then I guess I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But... It's still you learn a lot along the way and still have a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's and it's plenty set up for tail dragging and having a good time. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's still engineered beyond that of a airbag classic, basically. So that that's my plan. If nothing else, we're gonna we're gonna engineer this as best as we possibly can, and it's going to be better than a very basic tail dragging low and slow kind of car. It'll be a blast. It's gonna be. I I'm really excited to have both vehicles out at AutoX. Um, How cool would that be? It's going to be a manual trans, too. I don't I'm, know if I'm, I'm more excited for that or just people's reaction 
to see seeing you pull up in a shoebox because <laughs> oh, you're gonna pull up. And there's gonna be all these <laughs> all these twenty something year olds and their Miatas and their Civics and their super fuck ton of Subarus. Yeah, <laughs> and you know E36s and all that kind of stuff. And here's a seventy year old car pulling up. Yeah, it they'll mm-hmm. all still be faster. I will own that. Yeah, but you know there's <laughs> gonna be that one guy in an old uh, like '96 Volkswagen. Like, yeah. like, like an 870 or whatever and yeah, you're gonna yeah. be quicker than him or you're gonna be competitive with them at least oh for sure for sure but yeah it, it's it's all about the smiles well and that's the thing like i it's it's fine like i'm not looking to be the fastest person out there if i was trying to be the fastest person i sure as hell would not be starting with a <laughs> shoe box <laughs> you, oh, yeah, you, you would have bought a miata yeah, well, I mean, in truth, yeah, I'd have, I'd have bought a Miata. I would have saved all of my pennies and bought a BRZ or, I don't know. I mean, save you, you name more, the modern save, chassis. Save you more pennies and just buy a Lotus and be done. Yeah, and it, yeah, <laughs> in a lease, like, no joke. Yeah, you yeah. just buy an Elise and you're done. You just yeah. drive the fuck out of it. Uh, there, are, there are better chassis for turning the corners, but it, it doesn't matter, like, a lot of gu- a lot of guys they seem to think that dick swinging is the point of being into cars and that, that's not it's the not. case that's <laughs> no it's not fuck i've been doing this wrong <laughs> especially with you and i like it's all about just building what we love oh yeah just having fun and i'm going to bring this full circle oh full circle we're wait, going wait, back wait. to magnus walker we're going to end com- you know completing full an circle. idea and a conversation yep. no way so in the end the point is it that it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter. <laughs> is this an existential thing? It's a Lincoln Park joke. Okay. Um, so we are, um, you. in the end, you want to build what you love. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're building a first-gen S10, if you're building a Mark I Volkswagen, if you're building a, a, a fucking Ecotech uh, Cobalt. It, it doesn't matter. If you love it, if you're doing what you're doing, that's the point. That's the whole point of this thing. So when you and I are out there not making the fast slaps in the world, but we're out there like getting all the smiles per gallon, that's the point. Hell yeah. That's why we're Hell into cars. Fucking yeah. And eventually we're building an EV car so that we can go race. Yeah, exactly. And run out of battery juice. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for joining us for another episode of the Brews with the Dudes podcast. We'll try and see you next week. Yeah, I don't plan on getting COVID. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) So we appreciate your patience. Sorry we didn't have one out for a couple weeks. It's what it is. You know what? We're gonna we're figuring out just like we did last year. It was the same bullshit. Same shit. Same shit. We had a couple of weeks where we just couldn't get one out because of COVID shit. It happens. Anyways, hope you enjoyed, and we will see you on the next episode. Drive safe. Yeah, tip your waitress. Wrap your meat. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to follow that up, and I couldn't think of anything. (laughs) 